Hello and welcome to the Daily Action Podcast, where we scour the sports universe and make picks on the most interesting events of the day. It is the 5th of November, uh, Wednesday. This is episode, I believe, 54? Yeah, I I think so. Fifty, it's somewhere in the fifties. We're in the fifties. I'm joined by Alex. Um, Alex, we we took a break yesterday, um, as the the majority of the focus was on the presidential election, and there were no no sports on um, yesterday evening. Though there was some Champions League soccer during the day, um, there was some European soccer. So. Uh, we still have an opportunity today to recap how the weekend went um, from a, an NFL perspective. Anything that stuck out, anything interesting, anything exciting. And uh, and then tonight we've got some NCAA football. Um, we've got some Mac ball. That's what I'm looking at. I'm watching the, I'm watching the Mac tonight. So uh, let's start with this weekend. First and foremost, your Steelers um, did not disappoint. It was an exciting game. I mean, Pittsburgh is a very well-rounded team. Like I've been preaching, you know, every week of the NFL season so far. And, you know, the record is is holding up. Uh, un- only undefeated team left in the NFL. And, you know, that first drive when they had that pick six, I was like, all right, you know, Pittsburgh's winning this game. And then, you know, credit to Lamar Jackson for battling back. I know he, you know, normally gets scrutinized pretty heavily when they get down early and he can't really perform. Uh, but, you know, he looked good. Coming back in that game late, I know they took the lead in the fourth quarter, but Big Ben is just, you know, playing some good football right now. Their weapons on the outside with Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster. They have a top running back in the NFL and James Conner. And then their defense, too. I mean, when when the Ravens had the ball driving at the end of the game, they needed a, they needed a big play. And, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick broke up that pass in the end zone, and the Steelers ended up winning the game. So I really like this Pittsburgh team. Uh, I think they're going to, you know, they could end up being the one seed, which will really help them. Home field is not going to matter too much. They might have some fans, but this team could do some damage in the playoffs. And, you know, if they are on a collision course with the Chiefs for the AFC championship game, I think that would be a great game. Obviously, Mahomes versus that Steelers defense would be very interesting. So looking forward to uh, that potentially happening. Then obviously looking at some other games, there's a lot of upsets. Obviously, you know, Minnesota won outright against Green Bay. That was a little bit of a surprise. The Bengals uh, won outright against the Titans. I actually took the Bengals plus seven, which was ended up being probably my best play of the week. Yeah. Dolphins with Tua, I mean, they got outgained. The Dolphins got outgained, I think it was like 480 yards to 170, but won the game 28-17. I know they had a punt return touchdown, a pick six, a few fumbles deep in their side of the field. I mean, Tua didn't look I – don't, I don't know what you thought, but, you know, they were very safe with their play calling with him. Hopefully they open it up a little bit. I want to see him, you know, throw some intermediate passes and then some deep passes down the sideline. So we'll see what happens there. And then looking at, uh, I guess we'll talk about the Seattle game since we, you know, we we talk about the 49ers a lot on here. Obviously Zach was on here uh, before they played the Patriots. But the Seahawks are just, you know, they're they're really good. Russell Wilson is playing at the MVP level, probably the leading candidate to win the MVP. And the 49ers, you know what, it's unfortunate after that great win against uh, the Patriots. They're in trouble. Obviously, Garoppolo is now out for a few weeks. Kittle's out eight weeks, which could end up being the rest of the season. And that 49ers team's in trouble. So I'm curious to see what you thought of the weekend. Uh, yeah, I thought those – I think you touched on a lot of the the most interesting um, 
things to, to, to really focus on that, that Patriots game was a bit of a disappointment. That green Bay game was a bit of a disappointment. Um, my locks got destroyed this weekend. Uh, I had two locks. One was the lock in the, uh, in the Raiders Browns game as the over. And that weather was just windy. It was brutal. Um, it was a bad pick on my point uh, or on my part. And then to be perfectly honest with you, that Tennessee game was just so surprising. And I did call out before the game that we don't know who Joe Burrow is yet. And so it is very possible that he comes in and makes it more competitive. I didn't see it being competitive enough that they wouldn't, that they would win the game. Um, but that's, it, it's led me, everything that I took out of last weekend led me in a very, interesting direction and so i'm making a change for the month of november you ready for this let's hear it i made two great picks last weekend that saved me one was philly at halftime i took a minus five didn't end up mattering because they covered but that was a great line to get them at um and then tampa bay sunday night i got them at plus one and a half. Um, and then Seattle, I got, I think it like two and a half, something like that. All of those were live plays. So what I'm doing is I'm going to make picks before the games, but I'm not going to make any real money wagers unless it's live. That The stuff that I saw this weekend, I mean, I was, I, I understood the game in a much different way while I was watching them, right? When I was watching that Tennessee game, I had Tennessee minus four first half. If I would have watched five minutes of that game, I wouldn't have touched that line, <laughs> right? Like, I, I just, I, I think there there are too many variables this year. Um, there's so many unknowns that you're better off if you're trying to be successful making live picks. And so maybe I'll start tweeting those out um, a little bit, a little bit more regularly. Uh, but I'll make picks before the game, and I'll tell you what I'm looking for. And um, yeah, and then I'm only I'm only making live bets. I, I like that. I mean, the live betting has been, I think, definitely more favorable for you know probably everybody. I mean, some of these trends and the lines are a toss up, like you said. I mean, going into the game, everyone thought um, you know Tennessee was going to win this game pretty handily, but then you know you 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 see a few things and you watch a few things, you watch a few drives, you watch to see the reactions of some players, you know, and specifically in that Tennessee Cincinnati game, they were fired up. They were ready to go. They had the fans, you know, the crowd behind them in Cincinnati. And, you know, you just had that feeling in the, you know, going into halftime, early third quarter, they were going to win that game outright. Yeah. So you, 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 you get those trends, you see those things. And I think that's definitely a smart move and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, one thing I, I will probably still do is I'll make a couple of parlay picks. So I'll have a couple of games where I'll have a, a little three-teamer or something like that going into the one o'clocks and then um, maybe make picks on the four o'clocks just going into the game. So I've got some stuff to watch no matter what. Um, but outside of that, I'm just going to keep it live. Another one is like, think about Tua. You have no idea how Tua is going to perform. You watch a little bit of that game and you're like, oh yeah, whatever this line is, you know, the, the, the Dolphins actually look legit. Um so that's that's going to be my my shift. Um, outside of that, I let's see. I went one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five. I went seven and six. Um, so I was over five hundred this weekend. Uh, but I missed some really big ones. 
Um, and I, and I missed a few by a lot, right? If you look at, you know, Tampa Bay, I took minus 12 and a half, Tennessee, I took minus seven, Green Bay, I took minus six. Um, you know, those teams, two of them lost and one of them almost lost, could have lost. Uh, so I, you know, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how this month goes, but that's, that's going to be my focus. What was your record this weekend? I was, um, six and seven this weekend. So obviously not as good as the, uh, nine and four last week, but you know, few few underdogs hit, and you know we'll 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 reevaluate and look forward to uh obviously there's Thursday night football tomorrow, and then a great slate of games on Sunday. Yep. Um. Cool. Well, we've got some some football tonight. So there's one game that I'm looking at. Um. It's the OU, uh, the OU Central Michigan game. So Ohio University this year is what I mean. Have they they I don't think they've played a game yet. This is going to be the first game for all of these teams in right. tonight. So they're kicking off um, against Central Michigan. The line right now is OU two and a half. Um, I think Ohio University last year was a much better football team than the Central Michigan team. Uh, this is, I think, is a great – first games are great opportunities for live betting. So turn this game on. If I had to guess, if I needed to make a pick going into this game – the first thing that comes to mind is just grab the under. These guys are going to be playing conservative football on a Wednesday night. That 55 and a half seems like a really big line. I've watched Central Michigan, Ohio University play before. And, uh, I mean, this is a 7-6 at halftime type potential situation here. Um, so I say keep an eye on it. Watch the first five, maybe seven minutes. Uh, of this game and get a sense and then make a pick but two lines to keep an eye on um, if I had to make picks going into the game what I'll be tracking is OU minus two and a half because they could win by 10 pretty easily and uh, Central Michigan and then the the under in the game um, which I just think it's too high I don't think this game gets over 42 points cool I like that and I have a play in uh, actually two games tonight and excited that there's some action back I know you know, these games usually get very heavily, you know, betted on. They get a lot of action from all over the country because people, you know, just love their football. So tonight it's back and looking forward to seeing some of these teams play. So my first pick is going to be in the school right down the street from me, Eastern Michigan, traveling to Kent State to play the Golden Flashes. The line is Kent State minus four and a half. And I am going to take them minus four and a half. I like this team this year and Mainly this play is going against Eastern Michigan. You know, it's the first game of the year. They lost a lot of players on defense. They have a new play caller, a new quarterback. And last year, Kent State led the MAC in passing efficiency. Uh, and their quarterback, Croom, uh, emerged as one of the best quarterbacks in that conference. So I think they're going to be too much. Their offensive line is also very good. They average more than 180, 185 rushing yards per game on the ground. So between Kroom and the running game and the great offensive line, I think, you know, Kent State wins this game pretty easily. So I like them minus four and a half tonight against Eastern Michigan. And then I'll, uh, you know, talk about my second game. And this is going to be in the Buffalo Northern Illinois, Northern Illinois game. Mm -hmm. uh, Buffalo is minus 14. And here's the deal. Buffalo is the best team in this conference by far. They should win this game by three to four touchdowns. Uh, they have the most offensive talent. They have a few pros on that team. They have the league's best defense, a great pass rush. And you know what I like about them is they have a lot of experience. They have a lot of juniors and seniors who have been there. 
They were good last year. They were good the year before. So this Buffalo team's on a mission. I think they actually run the table and they don't lose a game this year in the MAC. Uh, and I, I, this Northern Illinois team is interesting. I think they keep it close for the first quarter or two. But Buffalo is going to be too much for them some, tonight. So if, if you do see it close at some point, take Buffalo live. I think Buffalo wins this game 34-14, 34-17. So, you know, we'll see what happens tonight. But I really do like Buffalo minus 14 tonight against Northern Illinois. Those are a couple of teams that have put out some some professional superstars. You got, what, Khalil Mack, right, out of Buffalo? Khalil Mack. You and know, uh, Tony Romo. Exactly. And then Josh Cribbs went to Kent State. Julian Edelman went to Kent State. So, you know, they they lose a little bit of talent over there. I like that. Is there a, is there any kind of future line here on, on Buffalo going uh, undefeated? I was trying to find one, but I could not. But I'm sure on a uh, – I'm sure there is. Yeah. Um, nothing yet. Maybe nobody knows enough to know enough. Um, cool, man. Uh, that sounds fun. Uh, I'll keep an eye on that. I mean, I could get behind Buffalo. They're, you know, that'd be a fun team to keep an eye on. I like Wednesday weekly weekday football. Exactly. They're uh, fun to, no, they're really they're really fun to watch. They have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball, and they're they're going to be a solid team this year, no, cool. no matter who they play. Man, it's like we have these rolling starts. You know, it's like two weeks ago was the Big Ten. Now it's the MAC, um, and I guess next up might be the NBA or the NHL. Right, and then also one thing to note, I know you said to remind you when this happened, but the uh, the Korean Baseball Association, they have started their playoffs. So that's something to keep an eye on. Not much to, up, uh, you know, to update everyone with yet, but when there is some substantial news, we will be sure to do so. As we are tracking the NC Dinos who are awaiting, you know, who are waiting in the World Series, waiting for who they will play, and that won't be for a few more weeks. <laughs> such a it's such a wild setup. Um, all right, well, good luck with that. Good luck with the action tonight. Um, I guess we're we're back here tomorrow talking Thursday night football already. Who do we have this week? We have the San Francisco 49ers traveling to Lambeau to play the Packers. Oh man, they're going to get beat by a million. I I think so too. <laughs> not good. Not good. Oh God. All right. Um, very cool. Enjoy the day today, and uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow. You too. Have a good one.